Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast that we like to call Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. It's every way to start your day listening to our podcast. It's not the right jingle, is it? It's not the right jingle at all. That's from our our Patreon-only episodes. That's uh, that's not even the jingle for for our Patreon-only episodes, but it's a good... It's an an enticement for people. If you want to know what that's all about, get yourself over to patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare and join us. Join us today. There's a whole new world of pappies waiting for you on the Patreon. And I know it sounds like the kind of thing we'd say, but every time we do a live record in London and we have a drink afterwards, always listeners come up and chat about being patrons and how it's their favourite part is the stuff that goes on the Patreon. And that sounds like something I'd say, but it's happened like three or four times now recently where if you're in, it's great fun. So why don't you give it a go just for a month or two? See how you, see yeah. how you get on. In fact, you can do you can do a seven day free trial. So give it give what? it a try for give it a try for seven days, and then make a decision after that. We, and then change your name and do it again for another seven days. Yeah, I think all you need is an email. You could do that as many times as you like. Just start setting up new emails. They're free, aren't they? Emails are free. Last time I bloody checked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for the moment, isn't it? Yeah, probably, anyway, probably called X mails now. Huh? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, check out the patron. It's it's a real treat, and we really enjoy doing it. Speaking of a real treat, we have the fantastic Eric Rushton, uh, oh. one of my absolute faves of the yeah. new crop of comedians coming through these days. These bloody days. The new new. We're the new crop. We're they're still the, the new crop. The, the, are they the new yeah, new yeah. crop? Or He's, can man, you believe guess, it? He's even man. newer than us. What? Yeah, okay. Yeah, a fellow yeah. a fellow member of the new crop. A fellow member of the new crop. He did yeah. start in the last <laughs> two decades. But uh, closer towards the end of that period, right, right, still, okay, okay, okay. He's our generation. We're at different ends of the new crop generation, I guess. Is exactly, let's, let's just yeah. say that and draw a line underneath it. <laughs> yeah, let's say no more about it. Um, so yeah, it's a Beef Brothers cold cuts, and we 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 did ask for people to because the hotline's got it's another hotline episode. We've got some hotline. What? Uh, we got a, a WhatsApp message coming up. Look forward to that. We have got a, a, a Skype message coming up. Look forward See, to that. We've still got it. We're still hip. So, um, so uh, we've also had a message from uh, from Bennett Kavanagh. Now, the reason I say Bennett Kavanagh rather than just doing front names only is because he's done us a real favour here, and you may want to uh, give this fellow a follow because he's a, a comedian, musician, and writer. And he writes, oh. "Hi, Pappies, long time listener and big fan of the show. You guys mentioned on the last Slamdown episode that you wanted a jingle for the hotline, so I thought I'd write one for you. No, the type of thing you're after can change the lyrics up if you need slash include the ten hour mix to match the quickfire jingle." Hope you, Fanshawe, and his Irish cousin are all doing well. Best wishes, Bennett Kavanagh. So here we go. Uh, let's have a listen to our brand new Bennett-based jingle. 0208123 what's your beef? 0208123 what's your beef? 
it's, given, it's given me very strong uh, Radio 1 in the 90s kind of vibes, but I'm oh, enjoying the hell out of that. It's giving me pure enjoyment. Can we go again? Yeah, let's hear it again. 0208123 what's your beef? 0208123 Right, let's see if this works. Clarky, go sing it right now. See if the number's stuck. Go. Oh, two, oh, wait, one, two, three, three, two, seven, two, one, two, five. There's no one, two, five on the end, Clarky. It's just, what's your beef? What's your beef? <laughs> That's the confusing bit. That what's your beef, if you're not listening carefully, can sound like one, two, five. Was that close? Everything up to the one, two, five, you were bang on, mate. Was that really? Yeah, yeah. you, were, you, were, you, you nailed it. At that it. point, you kind of started seeing the matrix and started saying numbers instead of <laughs> words or seeing, you started seeing numbers instead of colours. <laughs> So thank you, Bennett. Bennett Kavner. You can get him at um, well uh, Instagram, done, TikTok and Twitter at Bennett Cav. At we'll Bennett finish Cav. with that. We'll have a few bit more well, at the end. If no, you do you know what? Do you know what? what? We, we've no. got another one coming up. After. Yeah, we've got another. So I tell you what, let's enjoy Eric. Uh, he's absolutely brilliant. Solving some beefs that you said. Oh, by the way, as well, if you want to send in a beef, we've got to tell you. Uh, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. It's a free email. Emails are still free, guys. Uh, so well, if you want to do the, do it, I call them. If you want to do Sorry. it the traditional way, it's it's Gmail. Uh, if you want to do it the traditional way, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email today or call that hotline or WhatsApp that hotline or send a voice note to the WhatsApp of that hotline. And that number again... There we go. Enjoy the show. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. Is it bad to admit I'm not really familiar? <laughs> no, no, it's all right. So I don't know how the format. I mean, I've got what you've given me an email, but I don't know the format. Yeah. So Ill. I'm the like you're all the host, right? I'm the guest. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's None right. of you are also guests. Imagine if you came in and you were the host. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, we'll do it that way if you want. I'm fine. I like well, I tell you format. what. Let's 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 kick let's kick things off. Let's we'll, mix we'll, it up. We'll take a back seat for this bit, and you just uh, you give us give, give a little intro. Welcome to uh, Pappy's podcast, the podcast about flatmates. Today I'm joined by Tom Parry Wicks, Matthew Crosby, and Ben Clark. How are you doing, guys? Oh, yeah, so really good, Eric. How are so you, man? Excited to be on the show. Yeah, good. Just looking forward to getting through all the regular features we do that I know about. Um, <laughs> and, Any particular um, faves that leap out at you, Eric? Um, um, Idiot of the week. I like that one. Oh, you do. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's always me. Flatmate from hell. Love that one. Mm, um, don't get me started on those flatmates actually. from hell. Um, unexpected item in uh, the laundry basket. That's always a good one. <laughs> this is better one. than anything we've yeah, ever done. I was going to say, do you, do you, do you, can we have these? Because they're all really great. Kill three. Can we give you a job, Eric. <laughs> I'd love to. I, I really need. Is, does it pay? I really need money. Sorry, uh, no, I meant well, internship. Sorry. Right, okay. Can we do an internship? <laughs> is this a lucrative podcast? Uh, it's, 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 a, not, it's, it's it's not. It's not the Peter Crouch podcast. Well, I know. I've, I know. I've kind of like. I didn't mean to be insulting. I just you know don't listen to loads of things, but. When I told someone I else, think, I, was, I think if you need to ask, you probably know the answer to that question. No, no but I, t- I told I told someone else I was doing it, and they were like, "Oh, that's a big podcast." Wow! So, who was who was that person? Because we'd love to book him. Uh, <laughs> J- James Cook. Do you know James Cook? He's a comedian. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, James Kirk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. James Kirk. He said this was a big podcast. So. Cheers, wow. James. Yeah, in terms of duration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably meant long. That's a long one. That's a long one, mate. Ninety, <laughs> 90 minutes long. Is that what? Is that what this is? Nin- oh, and go, in duration in terms of number of episodes. Yeah. Both really. Both really. <laughs> we, can I pitch a TV series to you, Eric? Yeah, it's, yeah. Is that what? Is this one of the gem, the features? This is no, unexpected but, item in the laundry basket. Okay. What's the? T- <laughs> I don't yeah. Know why yeah. I don't know why we gave it that title. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I hope I haven't ruined the structure of the show. I know I've come on and There's introduced no you all. And don't worry. I don't. Okay. What's the show? We blindfold you. Yeah. You. We, we dress you. Surely we dress him first, right? Or this is a he TV show. No, no, because he doesn't know what he's wearing. That's the that's the right. But am, I, am I naked when you blindfold me, or do you undress no, me then? Being, re- you can have undergarments on. Okay, that's. I'm we blo- fine we with blindfold that so you. We dress you. Yeah. Then the TV show opens with you being positioned in front of a door. The door opens. You walk out onto a TV set, and you just have to host whatever's there in front of you, you well that's know. all what I did one with this week, podcast so one week I'm it could be a chat show one week it could be MasterChef final <laughs> and it's yeah, just really, I, Eric Eric Rushton hosts Mr Eric suddenly you're in Top Gear I'm all for it do you have any um, sway in the industry to to make this happen ah, sadly yeah. lacking in sway yes. <laughs> that's the one thing we don't have we've got a podcast Zero sway. I think that's a good idea. I think it depends. I'm quite unknown. I think surely the seller of that show is the is the person. Do you know what I mean? I was playing too down on myself. But no, listen. A little listen. a little advice from show business. You don't talk yeah. yourself out of a project. All right? right. Okay. If yeah. Pitching, <laughs> if someone's pitching a vehicle this. for you, don't say no. It'd be better with Bradley Walsh. You gotta back yourself. It would be because he's going to be adaptable. He's a good yeah, presenter. Exactly. Bradley, it'd be like a duck to water with Bradley. People wouldn't tell that it was a format. Oh, do you want it to be someone... Did you pitch it to me because you thought I'd be bad at it and that's where the comedy would be? It would be a challenge. We're not saying bad. We're saying it would be a challenge. Right. It would be more um, of a challenge to you than it would be to Bradley and that's where the entertainment comes from. That's where the conflict comes from. Hmm. Is this a collective pitch from you or did, it, did you know about this idea beforehand? This is the reason we got you here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is no podcast. It's a surprise pitch meeting. Uh, <laughs> We're about to be joined by the head of Channel 4 Comedy, so fix up. Look smart. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you now they will say what they always say which is I'm sorry it's a great idea but we do have no money <laughs> it's sad but true shall we talk about because you're you're up at the fringe at the moment you're you're at the end yeah. of the fringe so have you got a flat share situation at the fringe that's different to your one at home yeah yeah I'm with uh, James Cook who I mentioned um, big fan of the with couple of comedians. Jay Handley you know him he looks like Jesus yeah yeah yeah. he's got COVID at the moment actually so that's a worry <gasps> I obviously feel bad for him but then there's a selfish part that's like, are we all going to get COVID and miss our shows and stuff like that? Seems to yes. be fine so far. Um, You're living I, in a COVID house at the moment. Yeah. A house yeah. in the grip of COVID. What you, what you, like, because obviously back in the day, that used to be quite commonplace. Uh, are you doing anything extra? Are you doing extra kind of extra washing, you know, not, no communal, not letting him into the communal areas, that kind of stuff? Well, he, he, we don't go in the communal areas when he's in them. Uh, like he'll tell us when he's going into the kitchen. I don't really, I for, sort of forgot how COVID works because, you know, he was like, do you want me to wipe down the surfaces? And that's not a thing, is it? Wasn't that just like... It used to be. Wasn't that, But like, isn't it airborne? I don't know. 
Yeah, it doesn't so, last on surfaces as long as we thought it did. And when it first started, right, it was yeah. like you've got to, you know, you're getting it from a handrail or from a. Uh, yeah, so I don't think there's much you can do. Someone washed all the towels, which was all right, but it was a bit annoying because then there was no towels. Someone just took it upon themselves to, like, it's a, it's a disease house, let's wash all the towels. <laughs> so now you've got drying. I've got wet hands, so that's going to spread disease more, isn't it? Yeah, well, if, it, if, it, if it spreads in water droplets, shaking off your hands when they're wet is about the worst thing you can do. Exactly. So that, you know, I don't want to cause beef. They might even hear me now. Are you saying the best thing you could do is not wash your hands whilst you sing happy birthday twice? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just the singing that's the most important bit. I think actually singing happy birthday is no good either because it's your... your you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of plosives in that, isn't it? Go Birthday, but you know, it's got a lot of that kind of thing in it. You know, it's it's spreading germs all over the place. I think sing it in your head and don't wash your hands. Yeah, fact, stay right. out of stay out of any room with taps in it. Yeah, um, it's going to be quite difficult, but I do like the bathroom and the kitchen. Um, also, President Abondro, by the way, to give you the full cast list. Oh, of course, yeah. and a guy called Obi. How's the president? He's all right. He, um, I don't, I'm just telling his anecdotes now, but he, <laughs> he lost his, he lost his luggage on or a suitcase or whatever on the train up. Because it's like he's a, you know, he wears a uniform, the president yeah. Obanjo uniform. So I don't know what happened. I don't think I'm seeing him like loads because I'm, you know, out all the time, Is not partying, just working on the craft. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. But um, yeah, I, don't, I think he, craft. I think he had to go and like go to random shops and try and assemble another uniform. Because he can't uh, presumably gig in civvies, can he? He can't be gigging. Yeah. He, he can't rock up in shorts and a t-shirt and go. Oh, by the way, I'm, well, I'm, he'd have to rewrite the show. President's Day off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's probably holding that back for like you know a fourth or fifth outing when you've got to reinvent the format. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, um, and how's your fringe going? Is it going all right? Yeah, it's going. It's going good. I think. Um, I'm enjoying it. Today was very good, actually. But yesterday was a bit meh. It's I'm not in a very good room, but I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast because <laughs> you know I'm grateful to the free fringe and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I guess you you know the fringe rooms and all that. I'm, yeah, I'm in the, yeah. I'm in, yeah. I'm, in, I'm in Cabaret Voltaire, which is a good venue, but I'm in a room called the Long Room. Right. And there's quite you know there's what like noise bleed and stuff like that, oh, which yeah. is fine. Stuff. But I thought I had a really good show today, and I think it was. But basically, someone was at some industry uh, was at the back. Apparently they just could barely hear it, <laughs> so I was like, a bit, I was a bit frustrated. I was like, oh, there's nothing I could. What can I do about that? Yeah. Also, why why don't you just move? Why don't you just move further forward? What are you doing? Can you Idiot. move What's... around a bit in the room? Can you say, look, I've been told that the sound's not great, so I'm going to try and walk or you know, I'm going to sort of walk the circumference of the room as I'm doing the show, and you know, like you're not going to hear everything, but you're going to hear the more than room. you would. Right. Yeah, pace, pace the long room. <laughs> I could do. Unless that's the title of the show, it's going to feel weird. No, it's not called. <laughs> I also, one of the problems is uh, the, the sound system. I'm not a tech and I didn't hire a tech, so I'm cheap. The sound system is, because it's a club, I think it gets like reset to like what's best for a club every night. Yeah. So then I don't really know how to set it back and it's all like bassy and shit. And can I swear? What, I don't know. What's frustrating is people who work in the industry have such a lack of imagination that they'd probably report back and go, oh, no, that's the comedian who, um, he's quite quiet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's the, he's the, the guy comedian that just... always has music playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you book him, you just you probably won't be able to hear him and you'll be hung over and he'll be, you know, tired. <laughs> that, that's that guy. That's, that's the comedian, he's always really far away. 
he's always right at the end of a room. <laughs> it was really frustrating, to be honest, but I don't know. It's about the general public, isn't it, probably? Yeah. But can you build a career off the general public? I don't know. Nah. Well, we're, we're here to tell you you can't. <laughs> we're living proof. Anyway. Do you, have, you, you probably have big fans that listen to this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a couple of big fans, yeah. Nice one. Got a, got, a, got a few big fans, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're, very, we're very grateful to the people who listen to this podcast. Yeah. I but I am enjoying the show, time. by the way, and so I don't want it to come across as... And it's, and it's fun and it's good. It's a very uh, good show. I saw it at the Vault Festival, so yeah. months and months and months ago. Um, oh, but I really you. enjoyed it, even then. Even in the early stages of preview. even at, even at the vaults, <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, there's a lot of bits in there, but it's quite it's quite different from then, yeah, because that was like January or something, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. it, was a, it was a while ago, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The good thing about doing the vaults festival is it does lower your expectations of what a venue should be, so that by the time you get to Edinburgh, you feel like you're playing in the fucking castle. <laughs> <laughs> the only way is up from the vaults, isn't it? You know, you know what? Place. Well, that's I'm, I said I wouldn't want to say that uh, the that vault venue would be, would be a dream if I had that. Yeah, well, I mean, crucially, it's it's in London. It's in no, Washington. it would be. A, it wouldn't really come up on nearby now on the app. <laughs> You're not going to get a lot of football going past that venue. If if you do need to get to Ivor Graham in the courtyard for half seven, that is going to be a bit of a push. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> from venue to venue, you, you might be stretching it just a bit. <laughs> You're going to be really checking your watch around the sort of uh, three, four minute mark, thinking, "Am I going to make this train?" <laughs> And are you um are you are you are you shaking the bucket at the end of the show? Shake what what what's that what? mean? <laughs> Is that like are you trying to sound cool? I don't. I mean, do you mean do I have a bucket? There's a rumor going round that you do a you do a little dance at the end of your show. And you really shake, <laughs> shake that bucket. Shake the old bucket, mate. Uh, yeah, I have a, it's quite one thing I quite like about which I think is new or in the new in the last couple of years. The laughing horse you can do pre sales. As well as bucket, so you get you you know. I know that some people are coming already, but yeah, do the bucket. Right. Trying to be brave enough to ask people for ten pounds. That's what I'm going for. I just say it's worth ten pounds. Everyone nice. says five, but like, fuck it. I want I want someone to be really ashamed if they put five in. Yeah, love that. Yeah, especially Crack if it. they're putting five in and there's a group of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes it would just be like the loudest person in the group will go. There you go. That's a fiver. That's for us. And then they'll all walk out like all yeah. Or go and you're like, come on, guys. I think the thing is, you wouldn't think twice if a show was at the Pleasance and it cost a tenner. You would, yeah. what seems like a rip-off? Oh. You'd be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't bargain. steal a handbag. Crosby <laughs> used to bar- Crosby used to barricade the door and not let people through unless they coughed up. It was quite made for quite an uncomfortable end to the show, but we, you know, money's yeah, money. Yeah. We moved it to the start. That's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was just yeah. The, the whole bar- show was the bucket speech. <laughs> barricade the door and charge them to get in, and then and then they just fuck off. Actually, <laughs> we could get on yeah, with that day. <laughs> This is great. Can make out by Graham. Should we solve some beefs? Let's do it. Let's solve some beefs. Uh, Tom, Hello. I believe you've got a, a beef from Jordan. Great. I think I have this time. <laughs> okay. A coach beef from Jordan. And he got in touch via WhatsApp. And it says here, send us a message today, 02081233272. Absolutely right. I've, I've not done that before, and that felt quite good, actually. You can send us a WhatsApp message, just like our friend Jordan did. It's the future, guys. <laughs> it really tripped off the tongue, actually, Tom. 
Yeah, we still haven't quite worked out what's the best way of saying the phone number, but those are all the right numbers in the right order. It feels huge that we're on WhatsApp now, though. It's pretty big to be We're on, on the up, actually, Jordan. We're on the up. We're- Jordan, Jordan's responded very well here. He's got, he, he knows that he's messaging us at a good time in our career. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. I have a beef. On the packed four-hour coach from Sheffield to London, I was sat next to a man who repeatedly, and let's clarify this, it was around 15 or 16 times, started to drift into sleep, but very slowly leaning over onto me. But he did this so slowly that it took about 60 seconds from upright to basically head in my lap meaning I had to wake him every 60 seconds to start the whole process again. Oh. It felt like a very short Groundhog Day, brackets Groundhog Minute. That's Jordan, that's not me. Sure. Yeah. But he, but I'm going to he beat me to it because I was about to wade in with that. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't read it, you said it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. Right, it was up there, and then I was like, he, he, he's on it. Jordan's Absolutely good, boils my potatoes. Love the pod, lads. And then two, um, like, smiley faces with red cheeks. Yeah, because it's WhatsApp. Jordan from West London, and then a smiley face with red cheeks. Lovely. Yeah, classic. Oh. A classic message there from Jordan. I'll tell you what. It's a great free range. I like, free this, range I like that emojis are now in play, now that we're on WhatsApp. Yeah. 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 He, he seems quite chipper about the whole situation, actually. Ending it with uh, two smiley faces and then a third smiley face after his name. I wonder if he actually needs this beef solved. For someone so upbeat, I'm surprised that he's got a problem with someone falling asleep on him. Well, I imagine he's off the coach now, so it's probably just relief. That's a good point. It's a good point, yeah. I mean, it is, <laughs> it is, it is a beef he needed us to solve, you know, a couple of weeks ago, probably. Yeah, what is the solution to that? Does it, it's over. Is, it, is that normally how it works? It's just, that's just <laughs> a bad what? thing that happened. That's not Do a problem. You know what? Increasingly, we are getting people saying, what should I have done in this situation? And you know what? It's not, it's not a bad problem because, you know, yeah. it's obviously Jordan has already had this situation. The chances of lightning striking twice for Jordan are pretty slim, but there must be other listeners. Are you, I mean, Eric, are you, exactly. when you travel up and down the, uh, up and down the country doing your fantastic stand-up comedy, yeah. uh, do, you, do you ever take the coach as a coach over an office? Yeah. Coach is quite quite a regular thing. I've only just learned how to drive. I still don't have a car. Um, oh my I god! Saw- you got straight to a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Make a little bit of money on the journey home. Good that's move. ambitious. That's ambitious um, stuff. So uh, it's a passing- really difficult reverse parking in a coach. But it absolutely nailed it. No wonder you're in Edinburgh. There's loads of coach parking. Pretty much every street is coach parking in Edinburgh. It's a great place to take your coach. You know, like how Stephen Fry used to drive around London in a black cab so he could go yeah. wherever he wanted and not get recognised. That's what Eric does in, well, that's a, good idea. in that's a coach. Yeah. <laughs> it does mean you have to ferry quite a lot of pensioners to the tattoo every night. But apart yeah. from that, <laughs> um, it's a good mode of transport. So, yeah, well, as a passenger, sorry, I should uh, say correctly, I've, I've, I've been on the coach. I, I, it's my least favourite. Like, I always get the train if I can. I kind of think... Maybe that situation is particularly annoying, but it's kind of par for the course a little bit that someone's going to sit next to you and probably fall asleep. But all the way on your lap's bad. What I do is, um, I don't know what I could say, I just try and look mental so no one sits by me. (laughs) 
and I'll get my laptop out and all, all my equipment. And I know it's bad to do that, but I've done it before where it's a it's an almost a capacity coach and I'm like the only one where no one sat by me. I think you've just got to be selfish and you've got to really, that's how you get ahead in this life. I think the problem is it doesn't start with sitting next to the guy. The problem's before that. The problem is his mentality getting onto the coach. Right. You've got, you've okay. got to not let no, there's got, it's got to be almost impossible for someone to sit by you. You've got to be the mental one. You've got to kind of adopt a persona, coach bastard. <laughs> yeah, it should, if he got on that coach correctly, yeah. If you got on that coach correctly, the other person should be writing into the podcast. That's how okay, you Okay, okay. So before you go on, you get yourself into a mindset. You become this other person. Look mental, become- like weird eyes, like really open eyes and just darting around and just like definitely have the seat covered. When someone says, Is anyone sitting there? Don't respond the first two times. Wow. You must, you oh, must wow. Be yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think the other the other way you can go is be very enthusiastic about someone sitting next to you, <laughs> and that would that would instantly scare them away as well. Well, my suggestion was going to be the first time his head comes onto your shoulder, if you go, mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think he's going back. Or he, yeah. or he stays there. And I, then- I believe it's onto his lap, and I reckon if you stroke his hair gently. He's he's upright and he's yeah. he's maybe upright in two ways. But. <laughs> I think that's I think that's I think that's the way to, to do it as well. You know, if his head's in your lap, you stroke his hair, and I think either he's going to fall into a deep slumber. You're going to have a nice warm thing on your lap. Who doesn't you know? Who doesn't like having a nice warm thing on your lap? You could you know you can eat your dinner off him, whatever you well, like. It's like lap dogs. They you know the reason lap dogs were invented. I was going to say, but you know, bread mm. was to keep posh people's laps warm when they were in their horses and carriages i've never got this i've a never i can't remember a time where i've specifically thought oh my laps cold hands feet like i i thought you were asking for a show of hands then whether you agreed or not. <laughs> <laughs> and i thought we gave the correct response <laughs> like a cold lap i don't know is it because it's cold it's just because it feels nice i don't know I don't know if it's because it's cold. Are you, as a, as, a, as a season ticket holder in the top right corner of the Stan Cully stand uh, the, at the Molyneux, where the wind would absolutely whip around the corner on the autumn and winter days, I yearned for a lap dog. Because <laughs> it's chiefly your lap that was getting it. Really? Just Fair give enough. yourself, just get yourself a bovril and slowly I- pour it into your lap. I think I'm, I'm with Eric on this though. It is, it's, it's just there because it's nice to have a warm lap as opposed to your lap is so cold you need to stick another living thing on top yeah. of your lap to warm it up. Because otherwise, because you know they they say don't they you lose eighty percent of your body heat uh, out through your lap. Your head. No, top of your head. And, and <laughs> oh, there aren't there aren't head dogs, are there? You need a head dog. You know, no one's getting a but, little alsatian oh, and popping it on they you. Call, they call me the head dog, guys. <laughs> oh, that's, that's ask around, uh, Eric, ask around on the streets of Edinburgh who the head dog yeah, is. I've heard it, yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. They'll point you in our way, my boy. <laughs> I thought you'd be embarrassed if I brought it up. So. <laughs> I, can I say I read the whole of that email thinking it was shoulder and laughed. Even though you read the word it does, lap. It does fundamentally change things, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Laps head on the shoulder more... F- Fine. I think it's like it's not great, but it's fine. I could, you could happily have someone's and, head on your shoulder is, for a bit. Of a and this is on a plane flying to the Bahamas, right? I must admit, uh, I read this. I have no idea. It's my blind spot, isn't it? Really, I can't head dog on. I don't really, I don't really know what they mean. Um, 
You've never learnt any words, have you? That's the problem with you. <laughs> is there is there a world where what was going on here was a an approach for intimacy? The old no. the old because <laughs> I say I'm saying I'm saying no. And also no. don't say the old as if it's a move that loads of people do when they stick their head in we've someone's all, lap. We've it's all absolute, done that. It's well it's, it's, a, it's illegal if you're doing it deliberately it's illegal <laughs> but it's the 60 seconds bit that, that makes it legal isn't it because there's just enough time for that <laughs> to no, if you do no. something slowly enough it can't be illegal the defence rests you're on no, <laughs> you've listen. robbed a bank over the course of a week and I got away with it I don't think that's true Tom any bit of it <laughs> yeah. uh, would it be different on a train yeah, I think it would actually. I think it'd be much less acceptable on a train. Obviously, I think I'm a coach. That's just what happens. Oh, it's, a lawless, it's a lawless place. It's yeah, coaches like the people fall bus. asleep next to it. Yeah, mega. Yeah, exactly. Train. You've got a lot of. I don't know. I just feel like I don't on know a why train, it's different. You could go opposite, couldn't you? Well, you can train, move about on a train. Yeah. The train. I guess the, you've got someone facing you, haven't you? You've yeah. probably got someone facing you in most in most seats. We're in lots of seats, so you you could have somebody else. You could be making eye contact, and you know it's a bit more it's a bit more exposed. If you don't have a table, you've got three potential laps to go for. Yeah, the way Eric's described preparing himself to go on a megabus is the way innocent men prepare themselves for going into prison in the movies. And I feel like there's like a slightly <laughs> similar mindset of like you've got to fucking become this bastard. You've got to get on there. You've got to challenge the hardest guy on the coach. Yeah. Shin him on the first day. Make sure they know who's boss. Sit and spread. Shiv the biggest guy on the coach as soon as you get off. Like proper kind of like it's like going into prison. It's like a, a it's a it's a lawless environment. Those coaches. Where, yeah, no, absolutely. You know, all bets are off. When I was in my gap year, I was I travelled around the states on the Greyhound bus, right? And uh, basically, they leave from like the worst places in any town and go to the worst place in the next town. And they they are they off. called MAGA buses in uh, in America? What you know are what? they called MAGA buses? Do you know what? Like, like the mega bus? Oh, I get you. I MAGA get you. Bus. Yes. Uh, We're going to get emails about that because that's really good stuff. <laughs> when, whenever Clarky does something really good and we don't acknowledge it, we get a lot of yeah, emails about it. I know, that was, that was good. I didn't know if that was a thing that people were already saying or if that was a Clarky original, but Clarky, <laughs> I tell you what, let's do, let's do all that again. Because I wasn't on my game there. You were. I tell you what, let's, totally let's, let's go from the top. Start Great. with the bucket speech. And then yeah. <laughs> we think this podcast is worth ten pounds. Absolutely, join the Patreon, please. Patreon.com forward slash Papi Flatshare. But when I was when I was there, so I was in. Uh, I think I was in a place called Stockton in California. I think that's where it was. And the only we, we wanted we wanted to to get out and see whatever the next place was. And uh, the only coach that left was leaving at like six in the morning. So we had to get up really really early, leave our motel six, and uh, wait for this coach. And uh, we waited and there was a guy there called Kenny and he was uh, he was eating candied corn and sort of like throwing them in the air and catching them in his mouth. He was talking very animatedly and he said, oh, I'm, I'm meeting my friend off this coach, the one you're getting on, my friend's getting off. Um, he's uh, he's just got out of prison and uh, he's going to come and live with me now. He's, he gets out of prison, he's been in prison for 10 years and he's getting out of prison. And we were like, oh no, 
I don't want to be there for the, this. And he said, I said, what did he do? Just because, you know, you've got to, <laughs> don't you've, you've got to, no. you've got to, and, and don't ask. he said, oh, he shot his wife in the head. And I was like, oh, oh my God. No. Oh no, this is so bad. And anyway, then he goes, oh, hang on a sec. Hello. And the wife showed up and a woman with like a quarter of her head missing showed no. up to meet him as well. I've literally, no. I don't think I've ever been more terrified in my life of being with these these three people because the the that she genuinely it was like it was like a cartoon like a big chunk of her the top of her head was just not there and he was like oh yeah this is the um this is uh she turned up to shoot him <laughs> no no I think she turned up to say oh you know all forgiven you know time is a <laughs> forgive great and forget I, mean, I imagine um, she has <laughs> <laughs> she's got no idea who this he guy did is. what. <laughs> But anyway, that's that's what I think of when I think of coaches. You know, God, I always DL. think of them. Call them greyhounds. I call them magabuses. Oh, that's oh, good that's stuff. good stuff. Yeah, that's good, yeah. <laughs> really good. Really beef really solved. Good. Beef solved. sorting out your beef. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Dear Beat Brothers, I have a flatmate-based beef that I would appreciate your opinions on. I live with three flatmates. For anonymity purposes, we shall refer to them as wife, daughter, and son. <laughs> Recently, I was fortunate enough to receive a $500 voucher to a popular online merchant through a side hustle that I maintain. I view the frequent receipt of gifts and rewards such as this one as a unique opportunity to spend the money without regard to normal flat budgeting considerations. Money's in quotation marks. I don't really get why. Oh, it's a voucher. It's a voucher, yeah. yeah. As such, I thought it would be nice to treat my flatmates to a gift of their choosing. I thought they could each choose something they want, and then the leftover, I would indulge some of my own personal passions, brackets such as board and card games, etc. I did not want to set a price limit, instead wanting each flatmate to pick something they would like. I figured if one went for something slightly expensive, it would be balanced out by another choosing something a little cheaper. I bet you can see where this is going. <laughs> by the time all three flatmates had chosen their gifts, the $500 voucher was down to less than $20. I felt very disappointed and in a quandary. Revoking a gift before checkout or suggesting an alternative did not seem like the right thing to do, so I had to take it on the chin. Do I have a right to be disappointed in my flatmates taking full advantage of the generosity, or did I get what I deserved for not setting limits in the beginning? The icing on the cake was the fact that our cat got more from the $500 voucher than I did, <laughs> but I always knew that the cat was a greedy little shit anyway. <laughs> Beef Brothers, please advise. Thank you in advance. Heath. Thank you, mm. Heath. Right. Eric, what are your immediate thoughts about this situation? 
Uh, yeah, I think he's just an idiot. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the standard. Well, bear, in, bear in mind, this is one of our uh, of our dear listeners here. Yeah, no, I would say I think he's like idiot to me doesn't reflect morally. Really, that's just like a fact. You can be an idiot, but you'd be a great person and someone I value. But um, <laughs> I just don't. I don't really. I suppose he's been very nice, but I don't really get the the need to. Maybe I'm a psychopath. Why is he? He doesn't even have to share it in the first place. Maybe, maybe you set. Don't tell them to set their limit. I think that's crazy as well. Be like, oh, I'll get you all something for 50, 50 quid each or whatever. Just get them three gifts. Yeah. But you of your own choosing. Don't do this. Pick what you want thing. Because I'd hate to be in that situation. Someone to tell me I've got this five hundred dollars. Pick some at. I don't know. Yeah. Heath, what are you on about, mate? Yeah, he's. <laughs> I think. I think that's it, isn't it? Because the the worst like one of the worst things about presents and I'm not a great I'm not a great fan of receiving gifts I find it tricky the whole everything around it I find very tricky but one of the worst bits of it is a couple of weeks before your birthday when you're you you know when your parents and it's it's I feel guilt tremendous guilt for it because your parents say what would you like for your birthday what do you like for your birthday oh it's just you it's kidding just a, me it's such a hard question just get me something and it's a crap that question. I won't like buy me something I like it because you tried to buy it me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I'll even get rid I of it. In. Yeah, even if I don't like the thing, it's going straight down the chasm. But but the thought is is what is what's important there. But there's literally, I just, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think if you could, if you could turn back time, Heath, I would have just bought three nice things. Yeah. Did he well, say? Did he say that? Did he say that it was frequently? He was he was getting these vouchers frequently. Is that what uh, he said? Let's have a look. Oh no, he said, oh, the opposite. He said, I view the infrequent receipt of gifts and rewards such as this one as a unique opportunity to spend the money without regard to normal flat budgeting considerations. So he's saying because it's so rare, you know. It could be a treat for everybody. Yeah. um, I don't know. Here's Here's what you've got to do. I think next time, I know you say it's infrequent. So if there is a next time, next time, get one thing that the whole family can enjoy that costs about 500 Australian dollars. Hot tub, exactly. That's exactly oh, the sort of thing I was thinking of. Get a hot tub, hot tub, or an Alexa, or PlayStation. Or both. PlayStation. Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. How much is a small climbing wall? I don't know. Small climbing wall. Yeah, small climbing wall. I reckon you could you could comfortably get a small climbing wall for something in the region of five hundred uh, Aussie dollars, surely. Because you don't need the like you've got the wall already, right? So you only need to just hammer in some notches or something. Oh, yeah, that sounds wait. shit now. Actually, sounds complicated. It? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm, we're off the idea of climbing wall. The notch hammering thing is just Sorry. put me right. Hot oh, tub's better. Mate. Hot tub's much better. Yeah, it's put me right off it. Yeah, but you're not getting a hot tub five hundred, are you? You're gonna have to notch yourself a wall. No, you no, can get. No, a, no. You can get a hot tub for five hundred. What? I've just, I've just, I've just searched. By the way, it's about yeah. at the current rate of exchange. Xe are giving us. Two hundred and fifty-seven pounds, British pounds. Oh, oh, Two hundred fifty-seven okay, British okay, pounds. Okay, okay, right, we're, we're in trouble okay. here. I didn't okay, realise that was. Back, I, sort of, I was sort of thinking it was about four hundred quid, mm. but you can, I think you can get a two hundred quid hot tub, maybe one of the inflatable ones. But then is that uh, you know? It's a paddling pool. It's, it's a paddling pool. It's a paddling pool. Yeah, you get a paddling pool. It's Australia. It's hotter there for longer than it is hot, hot here. It's true. Or, you know, a more coherent sentence. So are we saying next time 
by a paddling pool. Get one of those fucking tandems where the whole boys can all we can all hop on as a family and fuck around. <laughs> so what for all for all four of them a quandum? <laughs> that sounds dangerous. Uh, yeah. Little basket for the cat. Little basket for the like this fucking room on the brooms. It's like a tandem and off you go. You'd be the maybe get a cat. <laughs> yeah. Maybe get maybe get a cat or a dog. Yeah. Well, they've got a cat. Hasn't he already got they a cat? got a cat, and the cat got more than he did. So oh, teach that cat a lesson. That. That's what I want. Teach that cat a lesson by getting a better cat. <laughs> a lap cat. Get oh my a god! A head, a head, a head cat. <laughs> lap dog, head cat. And then like shoulder hamsters, like little epaulets, like little yeah, like sort of brassard holders. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 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 a good idea. If you can train them, you know, or like, I think that the way to do it would be like Python scarf. That's although actually Python's going to be quite tempted by the cat, right? If you've got a cat on your head and a Python around your neck, that's, that's a that's, situation that's, you're that's, in. That's, that's, that's the dream. That's the dream. It is. <laughs> Surely you just go hundred dollars each, fill your guns. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it becomes a game then. It's a bit like looking through the Argos catalogue. What made it fun was that you looked at the prices and you cut your cloth accordingly. What could I get for £15? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets $100. Or yeah. you go, or we all chip in together and get this uh, this tandem. This, this is quandum. exactly it. I think this guy is needy. I think that's what it happened. I think he wanted to be like, spend whatever you want because he's, there's some sort of hole there yeah. that needs Daddy loves and- you. Well, yeah, and I think this actually reveals quite sort of deeper psychological issues, and I hope he gets the help he needs. We, we try and stay clear <laughs> of those. We try and aim for things more like uh, quandums and shit like that. You know? <laughs> Maybe family therapy would be would have been the best best choice. <laughs> but how are they getting to that therapy <laughs> on a beer bike <laughs> I, re- I reckon if your therapist saw you arriving on a quandum they'd be like there's nothing I can do for you guys <laughs> you've already cracked it you've already cracked families <laughs> the family of quandums together stays together <laughs> be solved be solved <laughs> Oh yeah, here we go. Right. Um, so it's another appearance of the fantastic hotline. Oh, how many podcasts have got hotlines? Exactly, exactly, Tom. How many podcasts have got hotlines? Uh, and how many podcasts have got no idea how to share? Okay, I don't want to share that. Share I just want to share, audio. Uh, share audio. How many other, how many podcasts <laughs> with hotlines? Uh, I've got one guy who's desperately struggling to see where the share sound button is. Okay, basic share sound, but I don't want to share my desktop. Do you not want to share your desktop because you've been shopping for quandums? <laughs> God, yeah, I do have a quandum up on my screen. To be honest with you, is there a, is there such a thing as a quandum? Is there? Is oh there really? yeah. And just put us out of our misery, Clarky. How much do they cost? What are they? Because that, that's you're getting that custom made, aren't oh, you? Oh well, okay. This is precision, precision tandems. Oh, they're not. They're not giving me. No. Yeah, they're not being forthcoming with the prices. I think they're not that's giving uh, you the good stuff. 
Are you thinking that's how he finished his episode with the four of us on a quandum? Cycling around Edinburgh, flying for Eric. <laughs> we all, what, this is how it works is you get, you buy the quandum, Parry. Well, you, you can buy it from the, from the joint account. You buy the quandum, you cycle up from Exeter on your own oh to, to London. Then we hop on and then we do the big stretch. The, 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 the no. three of us all the way up. Oh, we got it. We got to get. We got to pick Emma up as well. Sorry, Emma. How long is this long room? Because what I'm thinking is, we stick a sound system in the basket. Eric goes in the front seat, and we pedal him up and down the long room. Right. There's no. There's no <laughs> yeah. sound issues. Yeah. Why not just pedal the sound system? Yeah, oh, where's yeah. the theatre oh. in that, Eric? And, and have me stationary and just move the speakers up and down. That's a good point. He makes. He makes a good point. Okay. This is why you preview. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have sorted this out the vaults. <laughs> In the meantime, though, uh, seven thousand one hundred ninety-nine. This uh, that's too much. That's just too expensive. We just can't. We've only got that. five. We've got five hundred dollars. Yeah, we've got two hundred fifty quid. There's no way we're buying that. Here we go. Let's see if we can all hear this. Hi, Pappies and guest. Um, my name's Ewan, and I have an unwanted football dad friendship beef. Uh, not wanting to sound like a humble brag, but my seven-year-old son is pretty good at football, uh, something that I was not as a child, and as such goes to his local football team and plays every Saturday morning. The other Saturday he scored what can only be described as an absolute belter from outside the box, where a number of other dads, more of the alpha dad variety, took an interest and turned to me to give me congratulations, then turned to their children and berated them. I don't want to associate with these people. I don't want to become an alpha dad myself. How can I not discourage my son's sporting prowess, but distance myself from the advantage of these toxic, masculine, retrograde stereotypes? I need your help. Thanks, Ewan in Bromley. Ewan in Bromley. Wow, wow, wow. This is a a good beef. This is a great beef. And... I mean, an, yet another week when the hotline has beat itself. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, it was a, it was, you, you know, when you first told us how, how much it was going to cost to get up a hotline. <laughs> 500 was, Aussie dollars. Yeah. yeah. Money was shocked and appalled, but it is really, it's paying We're off doing in all dividends. Right. We're doing all right. Uh, okay. Eric. What, what, yeah. what your immediate, what your immediate yeah. thoughts? Uh, yeah, well, it's easier said than done, but I think you've got to, I think you've just got to, got to call it out. Um, when it happens, just say that's what you're doing, shouting at your kid, kind of thing. Which sounds a bit like a, a Gillette advert or something. You know, like a multi, <laughs> big multinational trying to sound like like that's, I can, it's, this whole thing sounds like a cliche. Like the yeah. one kid scoring and the other kids, yeah, shit and that. Just you, but yeah, I think you've got to step aside and say, "Yo, that's not cool," and then everyone clean claps and stuff. Young. And yeah, and you're clean shaven, and um, I, 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 or if you're if you're not brave enough to do that, which is hard to, just I think you just got to talk to the kid and say, um, "It was it was good that you scored, um, but um, don't get a big head about it. Don't get How a big head about it. Could you berate him for scoring? <laughs> that could level the playing field. Or just say, you know, all the other oh, kids yeah, that, no, that the dads mate, were calling shit, they have they have value too, even if they are shit at football. Like, even if they are terrible, they're just as important as you. You know what? I like the second version of that. A, because I am a coward and I can't imagine anything worse than parenting somebody else's, or telling, criticising another parent mm. for their yeah. parenting. I feel like that is, that is, the, the main reason yeah it's but a tough also, one 
also that's you know like this this generation there's no hope for them there's no hope for us it's the next generation we have to focus on right mm. you know there's no like our, as as parents you know we, we we try and do our best but basically we're already programmed the person we are has been programmed into us from birth you're yeah. currently doing the programming on a young mind That's yeah exactly what you've got to do another coward's way is to maybe just talk to the the referee or the managers and, and just just file a just snitch or file a little complaint that you know that they should have a word about the parents doing it kind of thing <sighs> i look i think i think the the solution's simple to this one you just got to go up to the biggest dad and shiv him <laughs> yeah absolutely. on the coach on the way to the ground <laughs> yeah that's it <laughs> get in there early this is a good point though because you know that's what they say they look for you know if you want a kid to do well in sports you have to have a mad parent right mm. you know that's uh, I've, I've, I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before cause since I since I heard that bit of info I've thought about it a lot you know like the uh, the Williams dad King Richard yeah. and uh, Judy Murray you know you've got to be a little bit bonkers to turn out a world champion you've got to bring the same sort of coach you've got you've got to bring the same sort of coach madness right that i think that's it be a bit more a bit more crazy eyed about it and then at the very least you're going to scare off the other dads wait so are you saying that this dad should be like that to their own kid yeah i think you're joining (laughs) joining the bad dads yeah Yeah. Yeah. i'm saying i'm saying you and you're gonna have to listen he's already got the best but he's got the best kid on the field yeah, but does he want the best kid in the world? <laughs> in every in every city, in every town, mate, there's the best kid in the field, right? And do you know where they stay? In the fucking field. Unless they've got a nutcase dad who's going to push him to their very limits. And then Will Smith is going to play him on telly. Well, here's yeah. where I think you're right is. Thank you. In fact, <laughs> just, you don't need to tell me. I'm just happy with that. If you say to your kid, look, what I do down there on the football field today, it's not real. Take it with a pinch of salt. Then yeah. you go down there and he scores a worldie and you fucking lay into him. You go, that was shit. Call that top corner. You get another two centimetres of that. It's going in off the bar, you fucking piece of shit. And the, the dads who were about to break their kids would go like, Jesus Christ. All right, mate, rain it in a bit. Oh, well, well, yeah. played, well played, guys. And, like, and, and by showing them, that by holding up a mirror. Yeah. Then they might, they, they'd have paused to think, oh, actually... That guy's fucking nutty. There's a certain utilitarianism to that, isn't there? That you're you're not necessarily doing what's right for your kid in that instance, but you're doing what's right for the. the it's the greatest good for the greatest men, isn't it? It's the whole tram situation, isn't it? Yeah. If, you're, if your son's driving a tram and he's about to run over <laughs> loads of people, do you shout at him or do you encourage him? <laughs> or do you just carry on trying to look for an empty seat? Yeah. Why did you kill one person? You could have killed seven if, if you let me pull that fucking lever. You're a disappointment to me. Um, trick. I mean, it's a fantastic beef. Mm. And one that I think gets to the nub of how we all f- feel about our childhoods and how we'd like to feel about, you know, were we to become parents? It gets, it gets right there. Tom, you say right why would you become parents? You, I was just about to say, Tom, you, <laughs> you, are, are, a you are a parent. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I've got some to shout at. <laughs> no, more kick-ups. Let me finish. No, no. Daddy's, Daddy's podcasting. What, what, what you don't see is my dad's stood just in the corner over there <laughs> shouting at me to make more comments. I'm trying, Dad. I'm trying. <laughs> no, I oh, my, my dad's telling me to do less. <laughs> that, well, that's true. 
Have we all reached this pinnacle in comedy because we had a mad, uh, one mad parent? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my dad drove from Wolverhampton to Wimbledon to watch me in the Laughing Horse New Act semi-final. Oh, wow. I think there's an element of madness there. Yeah. He should have said no, son. How did it go? I was up against Joe Wilkinson. You can't really argue with that. You know what I mean? You can't. Well, not, not, not if you've got a loser mentality, certainly. <laughs> I, I hope, hope your dad reminded you of that. Bollocked me all the way back to Wolverhampton. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's done, son. That's how it's done. Effortless, that was. It was like he didn't even want to be up there and he was making us laugh. Stop trying so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm actually finding all this quite painful now. <laughs> yeah, it's quite... No, it's actually pushing a few buttons I didn't want to push. Um, but uh, they, they exist, so let's push them. <laughs> you know, our, our upbringing gave us buttons, right? You know, you've got to push them, haven't you? That's what True. they're there for. <laughs> What's our final piece of, of, of excellent advice? Do you think it is uh, call out the uh, call out the dads or snitch on the dads? Because you and I said he doesn't want that kind. He doesn't want to join them. He doesn't want to become a, a sort of toxic, no. a toxic dad. I mean, the tricky thing is, I think he's kind of he seems to be doing the right thing, doesn't he? One final suggestion is celebrate yeah. his misses as much as you celebrate his goals and lead by example. <sighs> Treat those two imposters just the same. Wow, if he has yeah. a shot and it doesn't go wide, big celebration, singing, how well done, lad. I think you you're tried, mental. mate. You tried because you know that's that's true. What's the old the old Wayne Gretzky thing? If um, you uh, you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take, that's what he's doing. He's going for Absolutely it. He's trying. Right. Yeah. I think that's. I, I Tom. miss all of the shots I do take as well, though. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. So that's, I might that's as well not take you, them because yeah. it's not <laughs> going that way. Yeah. He gave you both of those bits of advice, didn't he? That was a bad training session. It was your first time playing ice hockey, though. It should have got a bit easier on your clock. Eh? <laughs> the great one meets the shit one. Um, <laughs> that's hardly fair. Who are Sorry, you, my Marky. dad? That, 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 <laughs> what, what a twist that would be to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's good advice, Tom. Beef solved. Beef solved. Well, Eric, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you for having us. Thank thank you. Yeah. Great. I love it. It's been great. Um, who is your guest next week? Oh, um, who have we got? Um, we've got? We've also got you guys again. Thank uh, you. Great. Yeah, we're yeah. And we've got... We've got guest host um, Fern Brady, so that'll be good. Great, oh, wow. yeah, Fern <laughs> okay. on the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, taking oh, over, Mark, taking the baton from me. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We'll, we'll send Fern a DM and tell her she says in the podcast. Yeah. She'll be happy. I think she's on holiday at the moment, but she can she can find the time. It takes ninety minutes. Um, so if people want to uh, now, I I first uh, saw you through your your brilliant Instagram where you post clips of uh, gigs going. A variety of ways <laughs> yeah because <laughs> too many comics post all of their good stuff like their best crowd work all yeah, the time it's boring. When the audience is completely on their side whereas you don't you, you take the path less traveled yeah path that, uh, yeah and it's, i suppose it's not as successful for getting people to follow you but um, long game man long yeah stuff. well i find those the funniest bits when there's just 
Because yeah, uh, you just the circuit's mad. You do all sorts of gigs in such sort of random rooms that aren't equipped for comedy. I mean, that's what I'm basically doing the fringing. But it's just like, and it's people cool. that don't want to be at gigs, and I don't know, maybe, maybe that becomes less the higher you go up in the circuit. But there's, I think there's so many beautiful moments. I find them really funny. I adore watching your clips. I think they're absolutely brilliant. And um, I, I, I was so, I enjoyed them so much that I came and saw you, as I said, live at the Vault Festival. And I was disappointed at how good a gig you had. Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's the that is a strange thing. Like, it's not yeah. the persona. I, I wanted him to have an absolute stinker with yeah, people yeah. just chatting away and walking out. And, but you actually, you had the, you, un- disappointed he had, he had the audience in the palm of his hand from yeah. minute one. And I thought, this is not what I paid for. <laughs> yeah, I tried to keep that off off Instagram. Uh, yeah, no, it's not, not a single clip from that show. Yeah. Remind us again, your show 345 at the Long Room, is that right? Yes, 345 at the Long Room in Cabaret Voltaire every day. And also, can I plug, I'm recording the show in a, in a better in a good room uh, on October the 7th at Birmingham Glee um, oh, so well, there's tickets still available if if people want to come brilliant awesome. good luck good luck for the rest of the fringe man I hope thank you, you very so much buddy what a pleasure thank you thanks for coming on <laughs> wow that was good wasn't it that was yeah. good I enjoyed that I really enjoyed it but can I say I'm kind of guilty of I'm not saying you should wish away hours, but as I was listening to it, I couldn't help but think at the end of this, we're going to get to listen to another jingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the listen, but I knew this bit was coming. Listen, I just want to say to anyone who's skipped ahead to just hear the outro, which I know some people do. They listen to the intro and the outro, not the main body of the episode. I know a lot of people do that. We've got a lot of emails yeah. about that. The Top and Tailors, they call the themselves. The Top and Tailors, as they call themselves, yeah. Check them um, out on Facebook. They're, they're a very fun group, the Top and Tailors. They're doing the fringe at the moment, the Top and Tailors. They're doing a, a really, really great job. They're in the long room. There's uh, a long room at either end of it, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah they've, they've made it work for themselves, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the toppers are at the Perfect top, the tailors them. are at the tail. Yeah, it works out perfectly. Um, so, so uh, yeah, if you've, if you've skipped ahead, do go back and listen to the episode because it's a fantastic episode. But uh, let's let's treat you now to this uh, this next jingle. This comes from our dear friend, James. James Bulbeck is his name. Hello all, hope you're well. I've been inspired by your clarion call for jingles towards your highly successful and not at all misguided hotline. I do hope you appreciate my attempt at making an otherwise catchy and instantly recognisable phone number memorable. Like all my pappy's interactions, I've had a few beers. As a result, I hope you can can forgive the self-indulgent and completely unnecessary guitar solo at the end. Drink makes fools of us all. Much love and always appreciative. Jim from Harrow via Bosham. Okay, folks, this is James Bolbeck, aka Jim from Harrow via Bosham, and his jingle. Oh, eight. One, two, three, three, two, seven, two. 
Oh, wow. wow. Well, um, who knew Harrow was short for harrowing? <laughs> beautiful. That, that was beautiful. That was great. That was you, great. Um, so two very strong, I would say. We've got Bennett and Jim there. Two very strong jingles. Um, I've, I've already done uh, a little cut down version because i love i love the bit which is just singing the number uh, i mean the zombie uh, pastiche it's very on brand for us but you know <laughs> not necessarily useful to helping people remember the number we've got two little things now we can uh, we can use to remind people if you want to get in, involved guys uh, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com or pappysflatshare at gmail.com send us a jingle today anything else join the patreon leave us a review uh leave us a rating on on uh spotify as well that's if you're listening to this on spotify which i know some of you are please do leave us a rating on spotify because it really helps for people to hear this podcast so uh, leave us a review leave us a rating uh, like subscribe rate follow all the things you have to do and uh yeah we'll see you next week Today's episode was produced by Emma Corsham. Corsham, Corsham to you. Cheers, everyone. Bye. 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 Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair all delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply.